Guys, I have some very bad news. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't think I've been recording into my microphone. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's going, but I just realized that, like, I had turned my microphone off because I'm eating milk duds, and then I see that stuff is happening on my on my screen, and I was like, oh, no. But this okay. is why we eat quiet snacks, is so we don't have to turn <laughs> off the microphone. <laughs> Welcome to D-Plus Students. I'm Dakota. I'm Andy. I'm Aaron. And I am Chris. And we are here together again to talk about Disney Channel original movie, The Other Me. I'm very pumped. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I I mean, not that necessarily like this is like my favorite movie, because it's not. But I've mentioned it, I feel like, so many times previously (laughs) that we're finally here. And maybe I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> you, you have, to be fair, you have mentioned this one several times. Yeah. Well, it stars Andy Lawrence, who is also in Horse Sense. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about, I mean, I talked about it multiple on multiple occasions, but I know I talked about it in Genius because we weren't sure right. what was happening with a split personality type shenanigans. Uh-huh. And that's what I feel about this movie. Has everybody seen the poster? Yes. Yes. So yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel like the the people who made this movie watched Genius and they were like, we can do better. <laughs> Hopefully hoping. they do. <laughs> so it says the other me starring Andrew Lawrence, uh, the youngest Lawrence brother again, um, and then there's a kid. Well, it's Andrew Lawrence sitting on the bed in like uh, relaxing clothes, you know, like his his baggy jeans and t shirt. Looks like he's going to play video games or watch TV. And it just says, meet Will. And then right next to him on his way out the door is Angie Lawrence again in like a button-up shirt and nicer jeans and a backpack carrying books. And it says, meet Will's clone. And then in big letters it says like, guess which one's going to school today? Disney Channel original movie. Ba-bam. Yeah. That's what I see. Yeah. So uh, guess what this movie's about? Anybody that hasn't seen it. (laughs) I have not seen it. I don't it. remember if I've seen it or not. Wait, has no one seen this movie? I have. I'm going to I'm going to let Aaron talk first. Yeah. All right. So, because you said um genius, I have a little bit of a hint about what this movie is about. And You don't have a hint from the movie poster? <laughs> Will is he doesn't want to go to school. He wants to hang out and play his N64 all day. (laughs) He's not that old. N64 is timeless. (laughs) And then, so he tries to create a clone and it doesn't work. And instead, someone who looks just like him shows up and has been catfishing Will into thinking that he is a mindless clone. When in actuality, it's it's an alien from... uh, from stepsister from Planet Weird. <laughs> it is a, it's a body snatcher. In another meat suit. In, yeah, in another oh, meat suit. <laughs> is this is this your real? Is this the official? The official Dakota. Every time I say one, it's official. <laughs> <laughs> 
to be taken as gospel. Um, I'm looking at the movie poster now. I really like the bedspread that he's sitting on. I love a good plaid. <laughs> and it's green. I'm a green girl. This I works. I like it. I like, Is it I green? Like it looks blue. You're, you're colorblind. I, I don't see color very well. <laughs> I like the teal shirt that he has on. That's also nice. Okay. The other me. Okay. I think that he... But okay. I don't feel like someone who can create a clone. Like... The person who can create a clone and the person who wants to sit at home all day and play video games, I don't feel like that's the same person. <laughs> so, unless there's like something, a reason, usually a girl, kind of like a genius or family matters with, with uh, Steve Urkel. Um, Stefan. What was his name? Stefan. Thank you, Stefan. Um, <laughs> so, I mean. Unless there's a girl involved or something else, because there, there can be outside factors that could factor in. But it's a decom, so probably a girl involved. Um, I don't see it have, having been this guy that, that created the clone. So I don't know how he got a clone, and I'm concerned. It's a catfishing alien. <laughs> or is it his well no i was like oh is it a twin but I, it can't be a twin no because i kind of remember they would the both clone. be enrolled <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen the prestige <laughs> i love that movie because with your your cloning and your your doubles that's what i'm thinking of both both of you had mentioned aspects of that movie to me <laughs> i saw it i don't remember it Oh, we're going to fix that. I know what we're watching tonight. I mean, I watched it with it's you. And good. then also, it's just whenever Aaron loves something, he just hypes <laughs> it up so much. And then I'm like, okay. It's, it's, just, it's just, I'm not a very good wife, you guys. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I don't know if, uh, I don't know if it's, if it's him that made the clone. But the clone looks kind of creepy to me. <laughs> And I seem to remember in the clone be, being kind of kind of creepy as well. Um, but regardless, I'm, I'm excited. I love the Lawrence Brothers. We're big Lawrence Brothers fans here at D-plus students. So uh, I'm excited. Okay. Chris, any, any ideas, any rememberings, anything that stands out to you? I don't remember most of this movie, but I, I, I know I've seen it. Like, it's one of those movies where I'm like, I've definitely seen this, but I don't remember much of it. Um... But maybe he's a Twitch streamer, and that's why he's playing video games at home. And he is a genius. So he's a genius. So he clones someone to go to school for him while he's at home making money on Twitch. <laughs> that, that is an appropriate reason to send your clone to school for you. Yeah. Money yeah. making. I love that. Mm -hmm. A little he's up. An entrepreneur. This might be a, a few years behind this movie with Twitch. <laughs> but, you know. I don't know what it is, but certain movies I just remember really well. Like last week we had Quince and I remembered most of like the stuff that happens there. And I didn't watch that movie very often. This one, I feel like I definitely watched more than Quince growing up. Maybe I thought Andrew Lawrence was dreamy. I don't know. I honestly don't think so. He's not really my type, but he's a cutie patootie. No, he's dreamy. Um, we love him. And maybe it's because of the sci-fi aspect and I enjoyed those kinds of movies, but I feel like I know every main plot point, um, and I want to just say I like all the stuff that you guys guessed, and to Dakota's point, I will say there are hijinks involved with the creation of the clone. Okay. 
I'm like, are we close here? But I feel like I, I know that, I mean, I watched every one of these decoms unless it had like a horse in it. So I know <laughs> that I had to have watched this one. Um, but I don't, I don't really remember it. So we'll see how much of it I remember when, when um, it comes to Yeah, I, I hope Aaron does the, I like, I like when Aaron goes into details about how things work because he does like the electronics from uh, uh can of worms and... Uh, the other stuff. So I'm I'm curious how he's gonna feel about the science in this. Oh, is this one a deep <laughs> science one? Um, he's not not as a in, clone. It's not as intense science as in like ingenious, where like there was actual pretend science happening. This is this is hijinks science. This is accidental weird science. I feel like. <laughs> and um, And I'm curious about how you how you're gonna feel about it. I'm kind of excited to hear that. I, I don't know how you accidentally create a clone, but maybe I mean he's Look, like I said. Sometimes it the happens. Kind of, you can't. Maybe maybe happen. Maybe he's like so not good at school that he just like royally screwed up so bad that a clone popped out. I don't know. What if he's so good at school that it no longer interests him, so he creates a dumber clone that could benefit from the school while he goes and I don't know cures cancer or something. But he's not. He's he obviously has a controller in his hand to play video games or something. Is that a Wiimote? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't look like a Wii remote, but this would have been a long time before then. I'm not sure. He he invented the Wii. <laughs> That's what he did in his spare time. He also has um like headphones around his neck, but they doesn't look like they're attached to anything. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway. You mean his okay. disc man? So, yeah. It had to be. This is probably 2001, right? Something like it's that. It's still 2000, actually. 2000. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Y2K. You know, <laughs> um, okay, guys. So, we're going to go watch The Other Me, and we'll be right back. Yeah, I'm excited. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Andy. I'm just hopping in as usual to say thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of D Plus Students as we go over the other me. As always, I want to say thank you to our friend Mike Rogers for the creation and use of our theme song, as well as our friend Rue for our artwork. You can find Rue on Instagram. Their handle is at rootbeer. That's R-U-E-T-B-E-E-R. As has become routine at this point, I also just want to say stay safe out there. Again, I've been saying this for weeks, but it's getting more and more true every day. The world is opening back up. Just please make sure you're doing it safely. There is still an, a pandemic and there is still no cure. So please use your best judgment. And also, please vote if you're able. That would be great. No matter who you're voting for, make sure your voice is heard. Early voting has started in many places, including my area. Um, but if you don't vote early, please vote on November 3rd. That's coming up in about a week. Also, before I forget, you may notice that the second half audio sounds a little different. Um, we were unfortunately having issues with Dakota's mic, as you may have noticed from our little intro clip that I added. And then we didn't notice until after, but we were also having an issue with Chris's mic. This should all be sorted by the next episode, but just a heads up if you hear a difference in audio quality, that would be why. I think that's going to be it for the announcements today. I think those are the important bits. But uh, the song you're about to hear is actually, I'm doing it a little differently, is not in 
The Other Me, or should I say not in Disney Plus's The Other Me. The original song used during a dance scene in the cafeteria is Bring In The Noise by NSYNC, and that is what I've chosen for you today. Apparently, in the Disney Plus version, they sopped it out for something that wasn't quite so expensive, um, and I didn't like it as much, but it's funny because I noticed if you turn on Disney Plus subtitles, it still gives you the lyrics for Bring In The Noise during that scene. I just thought that was funny, and it's a solid song, so please enjoy. Bye! Welcome back. Uh, this is the second half of the episode where we're going to talk about our thoughts and opinions on The Other Me. Woo! Uh, we all watched the movie, full disclosure. Uh, I watched the movie yesterday, and we record this in two parts. So <laughs> it's a mystery as to what we uh, what we said earlier in the show. <laughs> um, so our apologies if it's a little uh, disjointed, but that's, that's okay. That's part of the fun. That's, that's <laughs> our appeal, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about the other me. So we we open up, and there's this kid. His name's Will, and he is not popular at school, and he is obviously kind of a kind of a goofball. But then again, not really. He's just a kid. Like he doesn't necessarily have anything really special going on with him, except that he wears this necklace that's interesting. And, he loves, he loves um, a good yo-yo too. Yeah, and he's loves the, the yo-yo, yo-yo kid. Yep. And he is not doing well in school. And he, his science teacher is kind of getting onto him and saying, hey, if you know, you've got a, a, a science project coming up and you definitely need to be on it in order to pass the class or else I'm going to see you here next year. Um, and his best friend, who uh, those of you who have already seen Xenon will recognize that he was also uh, in Xenon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we love it when when decom characters uh, and actors come back for a second second round of fun. His um, name is Chucky, the friend. Thank you. So Chucky's like, man, you need to get your act together. Uh, and Chucky's trying to be, I guess, a good moral support. But uh, anyway, was he so, in Xenon? Wait a second. He was. He was. He, he was. was the guy who. Oh, he was. Um, You're his right. Dad's data pad. She stole yes. his dad's data pad. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I immediately recognized his voice, so I had to Google it. And then also, of course, he was in Holes. Yeah, I was like, um, I know him from Holes. Yes. Okay. So, Will gets home, and his sister's name is Alana, and his sister is going on and on about how she's the best kid and how she has these great grades, and she brings out her progress report. And uh, then, of course, they expect to see Will's, and he's not doing good. And she's obviously the the golden child, and she's the older big sister, and her hair's amazing. And <laughs> oh yeah. Th- then the uh, the parents are like, "Well, you've got to get your act together. Um, we're going to send you to." Does anyone remember the name of the Camp school? Spartacus? Thank you, Camp Spartacus, which sounds terrifying, um, and like, <laughs> a, like a military militaristic type camp, uh, basically to teach him. 
responsibility discipline and responsibility yeah and then uh that's where he's going to be spending his summer not having any fun with his friends if he doesn't get his act together so he goes upstairs and he's feeling very dejected and frustrated he talks to his best friend his best friend chucky's like dude get it together i don't want to spend my summer without my best friend then he's flipping through a magazine and he happens to see uh an ad for ocean pups ocean pups okay and it's one of those things where you shake it into the water and it, and it's supposed to grow these like guppies. Or, sea monkeys. Or sea monkeys. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and he is, obviously has the bright idea that he's just going to fake his science project, basically. Right? He's like, I can just do this. This is this will be a science project. And we're moving on. So he orders them. Uh, Aaron, did you want to jump in? Yes. So it turns out that... The Sea Monkey Company is a front because they're using the sweet, pure, innocent Sea Monkey money to instead conduct the nefarious cloning um, by two scientists who are like the two biggest doofuses we've ever met. <laughs> um, I, I, I have to I have to admit that I think that the people from You Lucky Dog are probably dumber. But I mean, I was getting there, a yeah. very yeah. Home Alone vibe from. Oh them. my god, me too. Or the That's exactly the what I was thinking. two from um, One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, so they uh do some shots of grape juice out of non-sterile <laughs> uh <laughs> science equipment and go home for the night. Um, the rat that they cloned escaped causing the cat that they cloned to knock over some of their science goo and it spills into the sea monkey kit cut back to will who receives the sea monkey kit in the mail decides that this is going to be the most perfect science experiment um he tries to make it but can't find a stirrer because i guess that's important and instead uses a comb that has his hair on it. Somehow, all of this culminates into him creating a perfect clone of himself. Yes. Named Tui. <laughs> <laughs> Hijinks ensue as he tries to hide his clone self from his parents. Um, then he hands the Tui a book who reads it like instantly and memorizes everything from it. He's got this like eidetic memory and Will gets the idea that he's going to send Tui in his place to school um, while he stays home and eats potato chips and plays video games. Um, the, the dream. dream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so he goes and he sends the kid to school, uh, teaches them like a few rudimentary things. He's going to need to know how to interact with other people. And the kid is, I guess because he is recently a clone, doesn't have any like sense of shame or like embarrassment to other people. So he goes out. He's really outgoing. He's willing to help people. Um, he's willing to learn new things without the fear of embarrassment. And all of this, he becomes really popular. And also obsessed with pizza. Same. Um, like any 14-year-old. The scientists show up. They're like, hey, uh, 
I think that you've got a package that may have been contaminated. Um, he called the company, said he wasn't sure what was going on with it. Then the clone appeared and he hung up on him. So the two scientists come and investigate. They start making weird threats to a kid. <laughs> he goes and goes and visits the grandfather. They have a great relationship. The parents are always talking up to E like, oh, we love how much you've changed. You're a much better son than you were before. Uh, <laughs> we love you like we've never loved you before. <laughs> It's important That's to note he exactly has a sister. That's exactly what they say. She <laughs> such a depressing movie. <laughs> the, the main point is that Will gets really jealous of how everyone is treating his clone. And also, he's kind of bored because um, while he sends the other one to school, he's just hanging out in his room doing whatever 14-year-olds do when they're alone in the house by themselves. Which is like comic books and video games, we're told. But we almost <laughs> secretly know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, this, is, this is inappropriate it's also got a suck that he's not allowed to leave the house because he's like has to be secret right he has to be Heidi mm-hmm. he's got to be Heidi but yeah he has a good relationship with his family or at least his family is noticing the changes that Tui not actual Will has been making including getting Grandpa Mordecai to talk and open up just because he's like very vulnerable with him um, and that kind of I guess breaks grandpa out of his shell so everybody's like really proud at the fact that they kind of brought back this old family member and that Tui's trying yes (laughs) and like Aaron said Tui's grades are great and he's helpful to everybody so his parents are like super gushy about what a great kid he is and how he doesn't have to go to Camp Spartacus anymore and Will gets really fed up with hiding in his room, not seeing his friends, and then realizing that all this good attention he's been getting, he hasn't earned any of it. It's not for him. So he tries to go back to school. He does start a dance party, if that's if that's something that we would like yes. to talk about, too. Yeah, we, we, we did miss that. He went on his first day, because he's been watching TV and memorizing everything from books and media content that he did some weird hip-hop dance that he saw on TV and caused basically a riot in the cafeteria. Um, right. So, yes. And and people started to think that he was very cool. Uh, the girl that that had been flirting with Will, uh, I can't remember Heather. her name. She has a very annoying voice. Heather. Oh, um, my God, that voice. <laughs> Heather had, you know, asked Will once again to the dance. And uh, Chewie was like, is there going to be pizza? And, and she was like, I'll bring pizza. And he's like, <laughs> okay, bet. Sounds great. Let's go to the dance. And... Uh, so that happens and then he gets in trouble at school and then he lands in the principal's office and then he sees his like worst enemy and his worst enemy and him have like a, a kumbaya moment and, and are able to talk about uh how they both don't have dads <laughs> which is it's, it's very sad but yeah the bully's name is scotty DeSoda, and he, uh will apparently got scotty uh suspended once and mm-hmm. since then Scotty has been like his personal bully, but because Tui doesn't have a family, he just and doesn't have like beef with Scotty. They're just both chilling outside the principal's office for different reasons. And the fact that he's not intimidated anymore or uh, not like treating him any like 
I don't know, not not giving him any guff. Scotty's like, you okay, dude? And mm. he just starts like philosophicking about life, being like, I don't know. I shouldn't have gotten you suspended, so I'm sorry if you're still mad at me. But you did take my lunch money, so, like, not cool, dude. And then they both bond over the fact that they don't have either good relationships or relationships at all with their parents, specifically their dads. At one point, Tui says something about how he needs he should have handled something better, and I was like, literally, like, the maturity and emotional growth of this 14-year-old, but but not really, like, more like three-day-old clone that, uh... <laughs> That, like, men in their 30s don't have. Anyway, like, that's that's amazing. Um, yeah. Yes. So, I'm ragging on men in their 30s. That's like my loving and adorable husband sits downstairs. <laughs> anyway. I think it's acceptable. <laughs> As a society. <laughs> I mean, and it's also a little true, but, you know. And from this point, Scotty thinks that uh, Will's pretty cool and kind of designates him, like, from personal tormentor to like personal protector um because when will actual will goes back to school um he's like whoa everything is totally different like people are saying hi to him teachers are thanking him for like putting in effort and helping them clean classrooms um some rando kid bumps into will and accidentally knocks his books out of his hands and scotty like pops up out of nowhere like yo you gonna pick that up or what and like helps him out and just like we're hanging out right we're going to a ball game later i got tickets and will's like sure what <laughs> <laughs> and chucky is just there, like yeah dude you've been a totally like chill person the last few days you made all these friends what's wrong with you why are you acting like you don't know this and he's like i what no <laughs> right i'm trying to think about what happens next does he does he get ready to go to the dance is that correct um, I think so. I think so. The two scientists guys that have tracked uh, Will's location have started to like low key stalk him, and that they have an ice cream truck and like a surveillance le- uh, van outside of his home <laughs> because they're like, oh, he reported something weird. We our goop got loose, and we have to figure out what he cloned. Um, and that's when they notice they see one Will in the bedroom window and one Will going to school. They're like, oh, my God, he cloned himself. So then they're trying to figure out how to kidnap the clone because clone napping is not illegal, but kidnapping is. Right. Um, but there's also like a special kink in the chain in that the cloning uh, goo only has a lifespan of four or three weeks. And that they, it needs to be stabilized or it's going to dissolve. Um, so they're like, they'd been practicing on like rats and I maybe cats. I don't know. There was a cat in the lab. But they're like, this proves that human cloning is possible. And at first, like, they didn't care. They're like, it's whatever they cloned, they're it's going to dissolve and it's not our problem. We'll patent it now that we know it works. Because that was their whole concern, that they hadn't patented it yet. So they didn't want to clone out in the wilderness. Um, but then when they found out that it was a person that got cloned, they're like, this is a extra whole new frontier. We got to steal this clone child and prove to the world that we're geniuses. Again, major Home Alone vibes from these two <laughs> um, with their hijinks and jumps in logic. <laughs> so so Will comes back from his day at school where chaos has, has kind of ensued where he he doesn't know what's happening it's a different world than the world that when he went to school the last time and and his friends are different etc etc he comes back home and Tui has 
reorganized his room and made him a chart of how much more organized it is <laughs> and his his cubic feet that he's gotten back into the room um and he's increased it by something like 12 percent. i don't remember what it was but there was a bar graph and <laughs> will is very upset like not only is this kid perfect with friends and with school and blah 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 but the clone is also perfect at home and was totally fine and happy almost like a dog like happy to see you when you get home so will is like over it and over having a clone and Tui is like super chill and understands and says you know this is your life and i don't necessarily belong here so i think i want to go to new york and he had seen a movie and he thought that new york was black and white and so he's like i think i'll go and see if new york is really black and white and uh, Will was like, well, you know what? At least you can go to the dance. Like, they're your friends, too. And you've earned this. And then we'll just go our separate ways. Like, they had agreed that the clone thing and the whole taking over at school wasn't working out for them. And Will wanted his life back. Right. So, Will was going to go to the dance because he was jealous. But then since Tui so graciously was like, you know what? No, I'm going to head out. You're right. Like, this ain't for me. He's like, you know what? Like Dakota said... This is your life. This will be your, like, farewell party. You should go. So Will gets, or Tui gets ready for the dance. It's super cute. He's in, like, a little tux, and, like, his parents take photos. And he goes um, out, and the guys see Will, what they who they assume is Will, because he's going to school or going to the dance, leave the house. And they're trying to um, snatch him up when they, know, when Chucky is, like, down the street and is like, hey, guys, and the... They go to the dance together. Um, they meet up with Heather, who, as promised, brings pizza. Um, Tui is very excited about the pizza. And <laughs> it's very cute. Um, and Will, from his window, sees the guys try to, like, kidnap Tui. So he also jumps down and, like, hears them. And he hears them talk about how the clone's going to be destabilized by, I guess, midnight or whatever. By the end of the day, if he doesn't drink this other clone goop. So Will hears that kind of panics, steals the clone gloop, and heads towards the dance. So Tui's at the dance as Will. Will's there trying to get goop to Tui. And then the two scientists are chasing Will, who they think is the clone, to the dance. So it all kind of culminates there. Tui creates another dance party um, and then doesn't feel well. So he leaves and you can see like his face is like glowing and he might start disintegrating. Something happens where, like, they, they need Tui to escape um, since the guys think that Will's the clone. They're like, just get Tui out of here and it's going to be fine. So he creates a distraction where Will's like, okay, no fear. That's kind of been Tui's whole trick to making things happen. So as a distraction, he comes up with his own dance to show everybody. And, of course, it's yo-yo based because that's what he does. Um, and everybody thinks it's mad chill and Scotty is a great wingman. He's like, my boy needs help. And like jumps on the dance floor and like super, super bros it up. And it's really cute. And, um, in the, the, the scuffle, I don't quite remember, but Tui gets away and then Will's trying to confide in Chucky. Like, no, you right. I have been a different person. I've literally been a clone and now my clone's in danger and I need your help. And Chucky's like, you're really weird, but what else am I going to do? I'm going with it. And they start looking for Tui. I think at some point Will gets kidnapped by the scientists. And, oh, they have, like, a little psychic twin link where, like, if they have extreme emotions, they can pick up on each other. So Will, Tui finds out that Will's in danger and goes to find him. 
and sets him free. And then they're both stuck in a warehouse playing again Home Alone with like traps and weird things knocking over shelves trying to evade the scientist guys. Both of them end up getting captured, I think. And they can tell which one's the Tui because he's destabilizing. Um, but then Chucky and Scotty show up like the awesome best friends they are. And they take out the scientist guys, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then like Tui passes out and uh, Will is able to get him the goop. And then he stabilizes and he's fine. And then suddenly all the police show up because there has been a child napping. Police show up, parents show up, and they're just like, um, there's two of us. Don't panic. Please cover for the police officers because the scientists start screaming about how it's a clone and it's their property. And uh, he's not, they're not kidnapping. They just need to take him back to the lab. They're like, let us run tests. We'll prove it. And they're just like, please cover. This is weird, but we need you. And the parents are just super chill. And they're like, uh, yeah, this is his cousin from i think belgium they said yes. they're like it's weird he's identical gil. but yeah will and gil and they're like i don't know what they're talking about they're clearly identical cousins and he's with <laughs> us now and <laughs> um, so the scientists get taken away and then it's just decided that will now lives with the family and um It it kind of ends on like a nice family meeting where the parents and the sister get caught up on everything. And they're just like, well, Gil, keep up those grades. Will, I guess, go back to school. And uh, (laughs) yes, you'll both be with us now. And it's a happy family ending. I think that's it, right? Yeah. That's it. So I have to know, because again, I've mentioned this movie quite a few times. What did you guys think? Ugh. I loved it. Yes! <laughs> Compared I really, to the last really couple, it. I really liked this one. Chris, does that mean you, you're dissenting? Yeah, I'm not. I, I wasn't really into it as much as you guys seem to be. How dare you? Chris, get I'm out. I'm so sorry. Okay. Here's, okay, here's what I like about the movie. Um, first of all, it does not, this is not what I like about the movie. So let me start there. Actually, (laughs) it is not on my list of 50 decoms ranked by feminism for obvious (laughs) reasons. There is only one girl. It's not the sister. (laughs) Although honestly, the sister should have her own movie. I've got to tell you guys that the sister pops up on the screen and I was like, Oh my God, I've seen this movie before. (laughs) Like I did not remember it until she was there. Um, because I desperately, and I was like, when did this happen? This happened in 2000. Okay. How old was I in 2000? Okay. This is what (laughs) I was into. And like, guys, I just, I, I wanted to be her so bad. Like she was in, um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And also Confessions of a Teenage Drama. I was like, yeah, she was in a couple of Lindsay Lohan movies. Yeah. Okay. I don't recognize her from any of that. I recognize her from this and I wanted to be her and I wanted that hair. Like you got, Oh my gosh. But my hair would never, ever, ever do that because I have very curly hair and you have to have layers when you have curly hair. Like this was the era of like me going to the hair salon and then putting a razor in my hair um, and, and doing kind of like choppy thing. But I, Oh, I just wanted edgy hair so bad. (laughs) Guys, I just uh from from regards of, of fashion, I uh she's just the she's so pretty and she's like so scary and I just <laughs> wanted to be her. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but so I had seen the movie before. That's what I'm trying to get at. 
And as as things happened, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this, and oh yeah, I remember that. But I, I did not, I did not remember this movie totally. Like I definitely sat down, watched it when it aired, and then have never seen it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really thought I thought it was funny. I thought it was so cleverly done. The villains weren't hateable, really. Like I didn't hate them. I just thought that. Like, oh, that's unfortunate, and also you guys are kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> but the the puka shell necklace and the crazy hair, I thought the tall one was really funny. And the... I don't the... know what is wrong with me, but I was totally in love with him. Wow. <laughs> and I don't mean young me. I mean, like, me watching it yesterday. I was like, why am I super obsessed with this character? <laughs> it's because he looks like the lead singer of, um, oh, God. Cut this out because I don't remember the band name now, but I've said it. <laughs> I just, I just know, even though he's not my spicy spaghetti noodle, the spaghetti noodle love lives on in this man. Clearly, <laughs> I was like, you all like American him rejects. He looks like the lead singer from All American Rejects. <laughs> Beautiful. Well then, fine. Looks like him. <laughs> But yeah, puka shell necklaces, Hawaiian shirts, lanky cheekbones all the way up. Yes, but this movie's so funny. The The villains are funny. The parents are funny. Like, the fact that the dad is hiding snacks from the mom and the mom is making people eat out of a communal pot at the beginning and wheat sprout, bean sprout, muffin Bark. things. Like, it's just funny. And there's just, there's little gems. I thought that the characters were really well fleshed out. The sister is kind of a badass and super kind of alternative but then at the same time is like oh my gosh you're popular now and this kid asked me out and like because she's probably only 16 you know 15 years old um so there's some some levity to that as well she's not one-dimensional even the annoying girl heather she she sees something in will and she's invested and she wants to She's not hanging on his every word. She was kind of... She's probably my least favorite part of the movie. She was kind of annoying. But even even as a love interest that was only supposed to be there to, like, make Tui go to the dance, basically, um, she was interesting. And she brought pizza. And she's, like, hanging out with the guys, too. So, like, I, you know, I even liked that. I I thought the, more, the, the scenes with Mordecai and like seeing the grandfather open up and 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 have some some love in his eyes and some recognition that was really cool and then the grandfather was part of the family at the end just, oh yeah just, he was like totally a cool movie um I, I wish that the family had been a little bit more than you know it's a very white family and then there's a, a boy mm. and a girl and so it was kind of predictable that way but super I, nuclear just, 90s family. yeah yeah, yeah, and and we've talked about how with DCOMs or with Disney Channel, sometimes one of the parents is always dead. So, um, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that that's not necessarily a token scenario, and that and that both parents were involved and and, and loved their kids. Um, so, but it was it was maybe a little predictable that way. But outside of that, there was just so much to love, even if you don't necessarily love the entire plot, because Will is probably my least favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just really liked it. Oh, and and uh, what's what's the what's the both of the friends? But then what's the kid's name? This is the bully that becomes the friend. Scotty. Scotty. He's the best part of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The way he jumps on that trunk at the end. Oh, I yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I like Scotty as the the bad, like the cool kid, bad guy. Um, I love the sister too. They're my two favorite characters. But unlike what you were saying, I don't 
like any of the other characters slash <laughs> think they're very dynamic or anything like that. The mom had the early 2000s, like, I'm vegan type, I'm going to give you healthy food. And the dad was the classic, oh, I'm going to sneak snacks behind the mom's back because she makes food that I don't like. Will was, again, the why is it that the main star is always one of the most annoying characters in these movies? <laughs> that is, that I agree 1,000%. <laughs> um, so he was another one I didn't like that much. Um, the whole family dynamic, I just... Them as a family was awkward to me. I didn't see them actually being a family. It was like, I, I don't know. They didn't seem like, they didn't seem like they would fit together as most Disney movies we see. Um, you liked that the the bad guys, the lab people were like more quirky. And maybe I'm just like, I've been watching a lot of horror movies lately because it's October. <laughs> but um, I found that way too corny for me. I was like, there's nothing bad about them. It's too Home Alone. <laughs> um, and Home Alone in the bad way where I was expecting them to do like a, like sound noises when they would walk. Like, do 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 Like type thing. Like, like Three like, Stooges. Yeah. Yeah, like very Three Stooges, very clowny. Um, and yeah, it's a Disney Channel movie. But I don't know. I just, it was just too corny for me, I think, is okay. the way to put it. That's fair. So, I do think it was very silly, but I agree with, mm-hmm. uh, obviously I like it, but I, I agree yeah. with Dakota that I think it was silly in like the best way that it, I think it worked really well. The things for me that I was kind of like picking up on, so again, I've mentioned this movie numerous times, but I haven't seen it in years. So, like, I knew the main points. I remembered the sea monkeys. I remembered, um, obviously, that it's about a clone. I knew they switched places. Um, But I I honestly couldn't remember whether or not the um, clone was going to disappear at the end. Like, I didn't know if it was going to be a a Hans Christian Andersen mermaid type deal where he was just like, I'm done, (laughs) peace, sea foam to the wind. Um, And I was like, that's kind of sad, but how is this going to work otherwise? And the answer is they don't. There's a lot of um, empty, uh, there's a lot of plot points that they just forget about. Like, yeah, and they were like, how does he get a a social security card? Yeah, like the fact that he's just (laughs) another existing child in this household. The fact that um, if, if they all know, does that mean that 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 uh, Will's gonna be you know persecuted for missing literally a month of school. What happened to the science project? And uh, I loved the bonding with Scotty, but at the same time, I was also like, does it ever come up that Scotty bonded with him over not having a dad? And Will very much has a dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. Will and Scotty are not friends. Gil and Scotty are. True. That's true. Fair. Yeah. But that but is true. It, it does leave us in a point that's like, I don't know what's going to happen. And the girlfriend, like, girlfriend was into Gil because Gil was into her. I mean, to be fair, she's been into Will the mm-hmm. entire time. But she kisses Will at the end. Is she dating uh, Will? Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, the those were some of the things that I was just like, as an adult watching or someone that didn't need to pay attention to, like, everything. Because, again, I remembered some of the main points, but I was also, like, as I was watching it, I was... I was living in the moment where 
30 seconds before something happened, I was like, oh, I know what happens next. Oh, I know what happens next. I could just remember as I was watching the movie. So I loved it. Um, but just critically thinking, I was just like, they they just dropped yeah. a lot of stuff, huh? I think that I liked that this was something that uh, it's been a while since we have just loved one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and we didn't have to think hard about it. I think that's why I don't mind the fact that they dropped stuff. I think it was enjoyable, but I, you know, with, with Chris saying that about the family not really fitting in together, I did have the thought that like, there's no way that this family that cares this much about things would be cool with Alana having like this hair and this attitude. You know what I'm like? My parents right. would have never allowed that kind of a thing. Oh no. I totally thought the opposite. I thought that was like, cause again, like I'm not that I was ever the edgy kid whatsoever, but like my parents are very chill and caring. They're close with both me and my sister. Um, but I'm I'm pretty, I think, all-American looking for the most part. I dress fairly normally. I don't have, like, facial piercings. I don't do hair dye. But when I was in high school, I really wanted to. My mom was the one dyeing my hair when I was in high school. She didn't care as long as I, I mean, got good true. grades. And Alana got my good grades. My mom did help me glue a, um, a stud to my nose one day to, like, take it to school, <laughs> to, like, as if I had gotten my nose pierced. And she did absolutely help me rip off. My mom's kind of a G. She, like, helped me rip off all of the belt loops on my pants because I didn't want to wear a belt and I wanted to like go against the system and she did take me when I had to wear a uniform and we bought it had to have a collar so we bought ruffle collars and um oh yeah yeah, I mean she did get mad at me when I finally did go to the principal's office because I was mouthing off at them because their dress code was stupid but anyway um (laughs) she she did absolutely but yeah I think I mean I guess I see your point but but I Yeah, like, I liked Alana. I feel like she, I thought she was a good character, like you said, but, like, in that she was very different than you expected. Mm -hmm. She was kind of, um, you know, a a know-it-all to her little brother, but that's, she's a teenage girl, that's what you do. And she looked edgy. She had, I think she had piercings. She wore, like, punky trip pants and, like, black and pink were her colors. She had hair dye. She had a motor scooter. Um, but she was also clearly an A plus student that never got in trouble. And I was like, I appreciate all of that. And like you said, she wasn't just like the bitchy older sister. The second like Will being weird, meaning being Tui slash Gil, she was just like, You are really weird, but you know what? This is digging it for me because like that guy asked me out and people think you're cool. Teach me that dance you did in the cafeteria. Um, you're moving up in the world. Right. I'm down with it. I have I have so many thoughts. First things first, uh, working in reverse, Dakota, while I love your spirit for ripping all the belt loops off so you <laughs> didn't have to wear a belt and the ruffle collars and everything, I would like to point out that me and one of my friends are the reason why um, excuses to leave school was changed from uh, act of God to national uh, natural disaster. Purely because you could go to the principal's office after skipping school and be like, I don't know, man. God told me not to show up. (laughs) (laughs) It's right there in the rules, baby. Aaron absolutely (laughs) almost did not graduate high school. Not because he is not smart, but just because he refused to go. And was like, Aaron was very alternative. Like, I'm picturing a very TikTok uh, thing, like a comment that has, like, stars around it. <laughs> Andy knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, <laughs> he was very alternative, and uh, Baby Dakota was here for it. i got to tell you that. <laughs> so I 
things that really stood out to me, and it's just like, you know, me nitpicky. Um, he makes a clone through hypercloning. I'm going to ignore <laughs> the fact that these two doofuses supposedly create the <laughs> cloning goo that doesn't revolutionize the way the world works. But he, so Will makes a clone of himself and it was like, Oh, I've heard about this. I read it in my book and he pulls it out. It's called clone a. And then he's like, Oh, I think it's cloning. I read the whatever. That's fine. But like Dolly, the sheep was cloned in 1997. So like it is well documented that the world knows what cloning is and how to do it by the time this movie came out. Are you saying, cause you're saying that, thing there was basically that will didn't know what cloning was will supposedly had never heard of cloning until he accidentally cloned his <laughs> himself and created Tui. despite like he reads comic books there's like 500 comic books about clones it's very true <laughs> come on now so i was gonna do for my information do some research on the history of cloning, but then um, I don't know. I got bored reading it. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to talk about. Uh, I think the real star of the show. I would like to talk about the history of yo-yo. Yes, they date back to like 500 BC. Like it's a super old concept for a toy, and there are like tableaus and uh, Greek vases depicting um, yo-yos being offered to gods for like the children of said gods to play with, which I thought was pretty interesting. But the yo-yo really took off in the United States in the 1920s when a Filipino immigrant opened a manufacturing warehouse. And like a year and a half later, it was the best-selling toy in America. And they were producing like 300,000 of them a day or something crazy like that. It's still one of the most recognizable toys in the United States. And in the year 1999, it was introduced into the Toy Hall of Fame Ooh, wow. in Rochester, Ooh. New York. Which is a place I did not know that I needed to visit <laughs> in my lifetime. And now absolutely do. Um, it, uh... That was the big thing that stuck out to me is how fun yo-yos are. I actually really like this movie. Inexplicably <laughs> like this movie. I disagree somewhat with Chris as far as not liking the parents and not thinking they were dynamic. Um, because my very best friend growing up, his mother was a nurse, his father was a doctor. And like this is very much his like family dynamic mm -hmm. in that like the mom was always like, here's some new food that I cooked up that has kale and red peppers and all this like weird ingredients. And I was like, it's grits. It's <laughs> 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 too much. <laughs> and the dad's like, I got Twinkies. <laughs> I hit them. <laughs> Like we found, we opened up, he had like this globe that was a liquor cabinet and we uh, were doing some exploring <laughs> and discovered that all the liquor had been removed out of the globe liquor cabinet hiding location and was in fact full of junk food. <laughs> wow. 
it uh Mr. T is a G. <laughs> um, the realist. Yeah, it I liked it. The I'm sister glad. I think was a wasted character. Like she could literally have been any other character in the movie and accomplished all the same goals. I wish that there was a female character that was likable in like this. A love interest? I don't think that there was one. I mean, there was kind of the love interest, but like she's not a likable mm-hmm. character. Other than the super sweet thing that she said, um, without knowing that she had secretly been dating the clone and then was talking to the real Will. He says something like, uh, oh, you don't like me better now than uh, a few weeks ago? She was like, no, I knew you'd come around. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> right in the heart. That is true. She was she was a little annoying, but she, like Dakota said earlier also, like she knew what she wanted and she went for it. And I, I do admire that in her. And yeah, I think that was really cute because she was just like, no, I've always seen something special in you. Like it hasn't changed the last few weeks. You've been nicer to me specifically, <laughs> but like other than that, like I've always thought you were great. Sometimes you can just see that you think that they're great. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> just um, like kitties. I'm sorry. That was that was that was because of the cat, and not because of the nice thing that I said. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like when you go to the pound and you're like, "This one's special. I'm gonna adopt oh, it, okay. this one." And then it turns out to be the best cat yeah. in like the whole world. Nice save. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the only thing else, sorry if I'm monopolizing, I really did like this movie, <laughs> um, was with the family dynamic, even though I was a ner- I was nervous that the parents were going to fall under the trope of dumb parents don't know what's going on. And I feel like that was kind of saved because nobody knew what was going on. It wasn't just like the parents were out of the loop. And they clearly noticed a change, just... Their first thought wasn't, this must be a different child, (laughs) which is acceptable. (laughs) Um, But I loved, like, I thought they were actually a really good, you didn't see the family unit as a whole, like, with the sister Mm -hmm. very often, but, like, they had really good heart-to-hearts with Will specifically that I was very impressed with. Like, um, after they threaten him with military school, the mom comes up and is just like, you know it doesn't matter that that you're failing it doesn't matter about the grades it matters that you're you're not trying like we don't see you apply yourself we just want to see what you can do if your best is a b that's your best but we don't want to hear all these comments because like his progress report was full of doesn't apply himself doesn't try is 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 putting in minimal effort she's like i just want to know that you're doing the best you can that's all i can ask we know that you're special we want to see you apply it Um, And then afterwards, when they are gushing to Will about how he got Mordecai to open up, which of course was Gil, Will makes himself very vulnerable and is just like, because they're like, this new you is fantastic. You're, You're like turning over a new leaf. We're so impressed that you've clearly taken what we've said to heart. And he's like, but what if I haven't? What if I go back to the way I was a couple weeks ago? Will you still love me? And they very seriously, like, it was never a question about loving you. It was about you being the best you can be. And we hope that you know that loving you was never an issue for us. You are our son. And it's very sweet. And it's also one of the things that makes Gil kind of realize he doesn't belong because he doesn't have the family unit until the end when he's (laughs) pseudo-adopted. So I I really liked those moments. I thought they were um, really good grounding moments, but also... 
like as wacky as the movie was, I didn't feel like anything was super out of place. Like again, we did lose some plot mm-hmm. points, but like it just kept it the like the plot just kept moving at a pace that I could follow and I enjoyed and it flowed really well, I think. Agreed. Um, and then Dakota, I gotta hear what you think about okay. the fashion because there yes, was a okay. lot of it. First of all, anything <laughs> Chucky wears is absolutely terrible, and whoever <laughs> bought the clothes for this man should be fired. <laughs> uh, yes, anyone who was buying clothes for uh, Alana, Alana. So uh, Alana's wardrobe, well, predictable. 100%. The the cosmetologist who was working on Alana needs a raise. Anyway, so, <laughs> you know, decoms from 20, 20 years ago at this point. <laughs> My hot takes. Um, any, I really like what Will was wearing. I liked his his necklace, that little, the charm or the, the choker. It was very interesting. And I was looking at it. I thought his hair looked great. I, we're, we're slowly getting into the 2000s um, kind of fashion here. Anything that any of the teachers, any of the school staff was wearing was just boring and bland, and we could do so much better. Um, anything that the parents were wearing, also really terrible. Um, I feel like they could have done more with Tui, uh, but Tui was basically just wearing Will's clothes. Will tend to dress a little bit more slouchy, like slouchier, like uh, like hoodies and kind of things like that than Tui did. Tui was cool and just wearing the the t-shirt kind of thing. Um, and they put them in different colors, usually red and blue or red and green or something like that to kind of tell them apart. Tui at the dance, it, it was cute for 2000, but again, I don't feel like it necessarily did that much for him. Basically, I mean, I think that the kids were definitely better dressed than the adults, but it was it was very typical i felt like um early 2000s fashion whatever the kid was wearing that bring when he pops up the boom box and he like gets on yes. top of the table to dance <laughs> he's wearing like this bright blue outfit and i was here for it no one in my school would have ever worn that but he looked like he would he would be in a smash mouth smash mouth music video um, <laughs> with the highlights and the boom. I, I thought he was very cool, yes. and he was a great dancer. And then you know they're they're pulling kids up on onto these tables, and I thought that that just the whole element was very fun. Um, they did a really good job choreographing that whole scene. I wish that uh, Heather wore something other than pink. She was just very thin and very mousy, and it was just very predictable that she looked and sounded and whatever was that way. She was sweet, though. But, yeah, so, I mean, most of my fashion notes are are that it was good, um, but they did Chucky Dirty. Like, and then anything (laughs) Spike, not Spike, I want to call him Spike because he's got, like, spiky hair, and also I feel like all the bad guys' names are Spike in, in these kinds of movies. What's his name? Scotty. Oh, um, Scotty. It was Conrad. Oh, I'm sorry. The, I was thinking of the scientists. The scientists were Conrad and Victor, and Victor was my new <laughs> name. Victor was so fun. Victor's in Hawaiian shirts and puka shell necklaces. Like, he looks like he got high and rolled it in a van, and then he saw that they were taking applications, and he, like, definitely was a biology major, but but dropped out of somewhere like I don't know UCLA <laughs> and saw this job and they were like you'll do you have enough science <laughs> you can science <laughs> whereas Victor I guess Victor's the the other one anyway it, does, it doesn't matter it's fine Con- the other one looks like he was in the mafia like I don't really know how he got there but <laughs> just my opinions 
Um, so two things. One I was thinking and then forgot until you mentioned Heather, the the love interest. So I looked it up because I was so certain, Chris, you might remember, that she was the love interest from Smart House. She's not. She's a completely different person. She, she does have – she's very similar looking, and I feel like they both just wore pink. Yeah, they were both a very pale, thin girls with long brown hair that were mm. often in pink sweater sets. I want to um, say similar voice, too. Yeah, I was like, she also had a higher-pitched voice. Yeah. So I was like, did they just take this character and put her in this movie? And then I, I MBD'd her. I'm like, this is a completely different person. What's happening <laughs> right now? Um, and then I'm su- maybe you didn't you don't remember, but I need to bring it to the front of your memory. I'm surprised you did not mention Scotty's date at the dance with her purple bow or blue boa um, dress and hairband. I didn't see this. <gasps> she, I, I, again, it's one of those trends that I'm not sure that anybody actually rocked in real life, but you saw it all the time. Like it was very Mary Kate and Ashley. She was in like a blue metallic shift spaghetti strap dress that had like a bright, like electric blue feathered um, border at the top. And then she had an electric blue matching feathered headband that went around her short blue hair short cropped brown hair and that was scotty's date and that's who he took to the dance floor when will needed backup on okay the dance hang floor. on i'm googling some images because i don't i i am not sure yeah you need to see it it's what you're talking about I don't, will google know will google know the other me that <laughs> well I'm some images i'm googling the other me dance scene but it's bringing up the cafeteria which again is just this this guy with these like ramen ramen noodle Oh, I can kind of see her in the corner here. Okay, yeah, no one was wearing that. And I guess somehow I missed that. <laughs> but anyway, um, something else that uh, that I did want to, to mention. I absolutely hated Alana's hair at the at the end. I didn't like whatever curly. It's like, it's like the curl thing bit. that they had going. Oh, the crimped. The little, mm-hmm. the iron crimps. That was a big trend. It's bow. like half straight, half crimped in though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, any version of that was in. Yeah, it's like it didn't look great, but it did exist. That one was yes. a real trend. Like I had a crimper. I had a wet to straight iron that had like cr- various crimping irons that you could um you could slide in and out. We were we were bad to our hair in the yeah, nineties. I would also like to just point out that I do have like naturally curly hair, very curly hair. My poor hair, my poor hair. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay. The date who is nameless, and I could never tell you what her name is. That's a weird, it's a weird choice. (laughs) (laughs) So I know what everyone here has been wondering. Mm -hmm. If I was going to direct this movie, what the plot would have been, what differences, changes would have been made. Yes, always. Um, It's pretty much the same, except Tui starts going to school, and on the way back is uh, murdered, and... His body is found, <laughs> and then Will uh, Will has to go on like a dual mission of trying to hide the fact that he did have a clone of himself, <laughs> but also um, solve the murder. I would have loved this movie if that was the case. <laughs> I, as I'm saying it now, I think it might be one of the plot points in the show Orphan Black. Uh-oh. Now that I'm saying it out loud. Yeah, I might watch this now. I don't know that I've seen it either, <laughs> but... But you're creating a new movie from the 90s, so you did it first. <laughs> Technically. Okay, I did just 
I did just watch the um watch a little bit of this video. I don't know how I missed that very feathery boa headband thing. <laughs> um, no one was wearing that, and like that was something that you would have seen and you would have wanted to wear, but everyone would have made fun of you if you wore that to school. Oh, for sure. So here's the thing: I had, didn't see it either, and I don't have the wherewithal to look it up right now. But I need to know: does she look like a drag queen? Because it sounds like that's what you're describing. No. No. No, 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 no. She's wearing, it's basically just a, a boa, a feather boa as a headband. Oh, oh, that's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> I'd wear that. I have worn it. <laughs> also, something else just to talk about for a second. The sheer 90s and 2000s soundtrack that was happening. Oh, um, yeah. Because they were playing like entire excerpts of these songs. Like, it's not just, like, play you into a scene happening. Like, no, we were, I was hearing lots of lyrics, and I was hearing, like, nothing else was happening, and lots of singing was happening. And I was like, how much money did they pay for these songs to be in these movies? They got a Lawrence Brother, unlimited money. Because the Lawrence Brothers were hot now. I don't know when Brotherly Love was happening, but I feel like this, this was either during or after Brotherly Love. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. So the, uh... The first thing that immediately struck me, like, in the first couple minutes when we see uh, Will go to school, is that it looks exactly like he did in Horse Sense <laughs> if he started smoking weed, like, immediately afterwards. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Yeah, that was... so. I'm not sure if people know what I'm talking about, but this my this is how my brain works. If I see something that makes sense in a role, like when I watch like media, that's how you stick with me forever. <laughs> like Benedict Cumberbatch, I always thought looked really weird until I saw him as Khan in Star Trek. Because then I was like, oh, he's an alien, duh. <laughs> like and that. Oh my and, goodness. And since then, I'm just like, no, this makes sense. That's what this man looks like. Because even though I knew what he was before. I saw him as an alien. I'm like, obviously. Now now it makes sense. And like my brain stopped thinking he thought he looked weird. Andy Lawrence to me always with his sleepy big eyes and kind of like far off glare mm-hmm. or far off looks. In my brain always, it's because he's a clone. <laughs> like, duh. <laughs> like, this just makes sense to me. <laughs> so that is how I always picture him. <laughs> I have another super important question, um, and but before then, I would like to get into a comment because you mentioned Khan. Yeah. My favorite detail of that movie is that he practiced not blinking and then blinking very slowly what? when he did to make him look like you don't notice it right off when you watch it, but you can definitely tell looking at him and Khan that there's something off with him. It's because he's not blinking, and then when he is blinking, it's a very forced, like he's trying to make himself appear more human by blinking. And it is crazy the detail that they put into that. That's very impressive. I did not know it. And it also makes me think it's funnier because when I saw him in that role, I'm like, normal. (laughs) Um, That is his baseline for me. (laughs) The girl who plays um, Alana, she's been in everything. Like everything ever, basically. Yeah. And the guy who plays uh, Scotty is in um, Hallmark Channel movies now. Well, he's a pretty man. He can be. Yes. Yo, I need to talk about the physiology of Tui for a second. Because 
like the genetic cloning stuff he did put in there with the uh sea monkeys so are we being led to believe that Tui is part part dna of the human boy but also a little <gasps> bit sea monkey i'm going to say yes is is he potentially the first clone merman <laughs> yes we've accidentally stumbled upon the 13th year too <laughs> the unofficial sequel <laughs> i'm i'm with it oh that was also really random something else that i liked about this movie that was kind of underplayed was like we talked a lot about how Tui is just genuinely better um especially that's how will perceives it like that's why he gets so jealous but uh the whole parental talk is you know just push yourself to your own potential and yeah obviously he's got clone eidetic memory whatever that however that works but um when will is like like wow you're so smart how did this happen till just straight up goes well you are too this is your brain i'm your clone and i just thought like it was a very kind of throwaway moment but it, it bled very much into the idea that you do what you want to do you you put you put in what you get out and that will at the beginning was not putting in any effort and Will unlocking the secrets to his eidetic memory is what helps him solve the murder of his clone Tui. <laughs> exactly. It writes but itself. Who, who was the murderer in your story? Was it my spaghetti man? I, I'm going to say it was probably Chucky, who just like flew into a jealous rage when his best friend suddenly became really popular. Like he couldn't understand he had a he had a mental break and murdered his best friend and then when his best friend showed up, he went along with him to try and help him uh like investigate the mystery um only to figure out like what happens because he knows in his heart he absolutely murdered his friend. ooh, this is dark. I'm really into this movie this is like a the son of Stephen King book. Like, I don't know if it's Stephen King, but it's, it's, it's his son's book. Did you guys understand any of that? He's also a writer that writes scary things, <laughs> but he's not We're going to call King. him Stephen Prince. <laughs> Do not encourage him. <laughs> no, but like, this is a real person. He's the one that wrote Horns. <laughs> I didn't know Stephen King had a son that wrote. I've seen Horns, and thinking about it, I do think that is one of the plot points in Horns, isn't it? The best friends helping him investigate oh, the yeah. murder of his girlfriend. You're right. And, but we're just going to gloss over the fact that he's slowly turning into the devil. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Speaking of books, um, this was based off of a book. Did we talk about that in the first part? Oh, no, we didn't. What? Yeah, it's based off a book called Me Too. By Mary C. Ryan. I did see that at the beginning. And in the book, his name wasn't Will. It was Wilf. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Will with an F at the end. Um, Quite the name choice. Is it it short for like Wilfred? Um, I only read the like Amazon description of this book and they don't they don't they don't go into detail of why his name is Wilf. (laughs) But I think that's a great reason why it would be Wilf. (laughs) At the end of the book. Um. Instead of being Will and Gil, is it Wilf and Clilf? Oh my god. <laughs> I was thinking, is it Will and Fred? Uh, now I'm like researching it. I have no idea. <laughs> like, I need to know more. <laughs> they don't tell you. But um, it was actually, it wasn't 
You'll have to buy the book, Chris. There is actually a sequel, and it is called Horns. So I'm just, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> we all just fully believe I, that I without any other. We <laughs> could have got it. <laughs> I, I would like to apologize to our listeners who have sat through this uh, hour and change <laughs> with us because this is. Like, audibly, probably been a train wreck. <laughs> you're good people. Thank you for supporting. What's really interesting is that we all just watched this movie, and, and we all, overall, at least kind of liked it. I, I don't feel like Chris hated it. No. Um, and, like, it was still, it is. this is a hot mess. <laughs> all right. Are we ready to rank this bad boy? Yes. Okay, I'm going to rate it eight. Yes. I think I'm going to go eight out of ten uh, slices of pizza. <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> I'm going to give it a, um, I'm going to give it a five out of ten. Okay. Whoa. I'm so sorry. Um, it's just very unmemorable. I'm mildly unmemorable. offended. I, I know. I'm the, the apology was just to you, Andy. I figured. <laughs> I'm um, unsure whether or not I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep on it. Get back to me tomorrow. Um, it was just a little unmemorable for me. Slash, it seemed like a genius Home Alone poof point all mixed into one. It's been done so many times. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's also, I don't think I would ever watch this movie again. Um, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. Um, secret clone goops. Okay. Clone goop. Yes. All right, Andy? Um, I am going to give it a nine. I was honestly considering giving it a ten because I was, I don't know if it, I don't, I honestly don't remember what I said in the first half, my apologies, but I'm assuming it went something like, you know, the, the last few movies have been cautiously optimistic. Like, I remembered liking this movie, but obviously I hadn't seen it in such a long time that I was like, maybe I just thought it was weird, and so it stuck in my brain. But, no, watching it again, I had such fun. I am actually notoriously bad at watching movies by myself because I get distracted, and it'll take <laughs> me, like, four hours to watch an hour-and-a-half movie because I'll keep pausing it and rewinding it because I'll be like, I wasn't paying attention. That was legitimately me while watching see, this movie. See, that's me for almost every movie. It was me for Quince. Yeah. It was me like, it just, I'm bad at it. But this movie, I only paused it when I went out of the room to get snacks because I was like, can't miss this. This is a great movie. And then I'd sit back down, <laughs> eat my snacks, watch the movie. I was done in no time. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I was like, for me, and this might be my, you know, my nostalgia, but I was like, it held up and I was pleasantly surprised that I still enjoyed it so much possibly even more because um, again I, I had no reason to go back and watch it throughout the years so maybe I was just like that was cool but I don't need it and now I'm like I need it good, <laughs> good call me let's watch that again uh, so yeah I'm giving it a nine almost a ten feather boa headbands okay great solid solid choice thank you um I'm gonna give this um eight out of 10 wilfs. <laughs> um, I think that 
compared to the last group of movies we've watched, this one is much more relatable and controversially it's, like wait, maybe wait, grounded wait, 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 as wait. far as like the emotional <laughs> range of the characters. Did you just, did you just say? I agree, but I also think it's hilarious. It's, it's a funny did way to put it for a clone movie. That a movie about cloning yourself <laughs> is more relatable than any of the other movies that we have watched lately. <laughs> I said what I said. I mean, granted, there was a talking horse in one. I want you to imagine me, like, f- fading off into a dream about my dead clone. Um. Please write this book, Aaron. Please. Uh. The legitimate skeleton in my closet of my dead clone. Yes. Title. We got it. Run with it. I thought if I ate, he ate. I didn't know I had to feed him, okay? It's not like it's written in stone. Oh, my God. (laughs) We got a food bowl for Crash. We got a food bowl for the clone. Okay, I'm so sorry. So you thought it was relatable. (laughs) Yeah, I think that the characters, like, their, their levels of emotion are relatable. Okay, so you're giving it 8 out of 10 what? I said Wilfs. Oh, Wilfs. <laughs> yeah. Wilfs. How could you forget? Gosh, Dakota. Like so... Wolf with an I or Milf with a W. <laughs> Whatever your preference may be. Mm-hmm. They're the clones of each other. So 8 plus 8 plus 5 plus 9, 30 divided by 4, 7 and a half. So round up to 8 for the other me. I'm pretty excited. I think that's maybe a little high, but I'm going to go with it. I'm going to roll with it. (laughs) I'm very pleased. (laughs) I mean, I think think that considering the amount of times that Andy has referenced this movie rivals the amount of times that I have referenced Brink, I think that it's probably a fair (laughs) ranking for her. So uh, that's our hot take on the other me. Um, join us in two weeks when we discuss what is coming up next. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Ooh, it's a good yes. yes. It's time for Halloween. We're doing it. I love it. Yes. All right, guys. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye. Kisses. <laughs>